Okay, so I'd like to do is um, in the Chelik Rishon, I'd like to do um, the Prokham Lamed Hey and Vav. Okay, and then, and then I think we'll go, maybe we'll go back to the uh, Sefer Gram. Um, okay, I'm not going to get through with both of them today, I don't think. So let's take a look at Lamed. So. The last thing we did was was we were in the um, in Chaf uh, Zion, I believe, or Chaf, uh, yeah, right. And uh, after Chaf Zion, the Ram goes through a couple of more words, and then he starts an introduction of sorts into the um, study of metaphysics, and um, it's a very important introduction for anybody who's interested in studying metaphysics because he warns you of the problems of doing things that you're not ready for and um, gives you a, a lot of insight into the nature of the subject and how to approach it okay <clears throat> um, and we, we did it uh, a few years ago uh, but I'm going to skip all that okay because Paraglamid Hay says that none of the warnings pertain to this parak. Okay. <laughs> this is not the metaphysics that he's referring to. So this is something that on the contrary is imperative for every individual to know. Okay, so he said like this. Al Tahsho says, don't think that everything that I said in these program that led up to this, okay, about the Godel Hadava, the greatness of the matter, and the so and the sodos, right, and the secrets, and the difficulty in understanding um, of the of the people. Uh, he says, "Don't think that any of this is talking about shlilos hagashmios, the shlilos haespaluyos." Okay, so none of that is included in this. In other words. There are deep ideas in metaphysics that people are not ready for, and they shouldn't be discussed in public. They shouldn't be taught to every individual. Right? There's a long preparation in order to uh, be able to uh, understand it. But there are certain things, again, that everyone needs to know. And he says, basically, the things that everybody needs to know is shlilus hagashmios, right? The Negation of physicality and the negation of kahispaluyos, meaning to say that Hashem is not affected by anything. Okay. He says, Kishem, so don't think that any of what I've said pertains to these to these matters. Rather, just like you have to teach children and publicize among the, the Hamon that Hashem is Romim Echad. Just like you have to make no, you guys do? Okay. That Hashem is uh, one. Okay. And it's not proper to worship anything other than Hashem. Is that word again? So he says, Obviously, everything is a translation, right, mm-hmm. from the Arabic. So, um, so Kafach explains why he chose this word. 
And he says the word in Arabic implies some kind of constant learning. Okay. Pam achapam. So you have to vishinandam levenach. You have to repeat it over and over again. So there are certain things that you have to repeat over and over to, to the children and to the Hamon. And to be mafarsim. So he says, and that is um, that Hashem is one. It's not Roy to serve anything other than God. And also, Ki Hashem Enoguf. Okay. The Ain Dimyon Beino Levain Bruav Klau. The Shum Dovermint Vank. So you have to stress this that God is one. No one, there's nothing else that is worthy of being worshipped. He has no goof and no comparison between him and any of his creations in any way whatsoever. His existence is not the same as, as their existence. His life is not the same as the life, as their life. And his knowledge is not like the knowledge of any one of them. And you have to express, and you have to make sure it's understood to them, by them, that the difference between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and them is not a matter of quantity. It's not It's not that Hashem's knowledge is greater and Hashem's existence is stronger or realer or more permanent. Okay. It is not a matter of degree. It's bemin hamitzius. It's in the nature of the existence itself. It's in the type. Chloma. Shetzorach la'ames eitzel hakol. This is the Ramam's methodology of your, of teaching, of, of making of, of the most basic important facts uh, to make to make these fundamentals known to make it true to everybody his our knowledge and his knowledge his ability and our ability our ability his they are not different the they're not different in degrees you can't use any kind of adjective, more, greater. None of those things are, are admissible here. By say it's stronger or weaker, that means to say that they are have some they share something in common, and you're just talking about degrees, quantitative, right? Uh, stronger means. We're measuring by the same yardstick, but I can do more. Well, you can do more, right? So that, anytime you put some kind of a qualifier, a comparison like that between us and Hashem, you're already putting them into the same min. And that violates the, his yesod of here, that, you're, that you have to teach. And that is... That uh, he says, um, yeah, anything that is greater, or stronger, or weaker means necessitates some kind of commonality. Okay, 
and unification of the two. And any yechas, right, any relationship, lo yehei ela bein shnei dvarim shehem tachas minechad. Right? If I relate two things, I compare two things, I say they're related, that means that they share something in common. Right? You wouldn't say, you wouldn't be able to compare, let's say, uh, you know, heat and speed. They're not, comp- they're not comparable. You can't say heat is hotter than speed. It doesn't make any sense. Right? Because there's nothing in common, there's no min that's in common. So if I'm going to say something is more than another, that, that puts them into one category. So if I say God's ability is big, greater than ours, right? That means that that means to say that there is a commonality, and His is is superior. But the commonality, He says, is already the problem. Okay, He says Ukvar boer rather. Anything that is related to him, okay, Shona Mitorenu Mikolza. It has to, it is different from our from a um, from from our description in every way. Ad Shaina Misachdim Bishova Bishum Hagdorkla. This is obviously the question. I'm going to get to this in a, in a minute, but this is the problem of the terms that we use, right? Right now, he's saying, look, you have to make this 100% clear. You have to make it very clear to the children and to the Hamon that whatever terms we use, you have to recognize the reality is underneath it all, there is no real comparison, and you cannot leave people with an idea that God is like what we say, you know, like like the idolatrous ideas of like a superman, a super being, right? Within our context, within our, like like the Greek gods, you know, they they, they basically uh, have all the characteristics of man, but they're you know uh, to the uh, to to a higher degree, even to the nth degree, right? It still is some kind of a multiple, and it still is some kind of a comparison. And that means to say that their idea of God is going to be a kind of a min in, in association with, with a min of his creation. And that is that is a falsehood that cannot, the Ram saying, cannot be tolerated. And don't think, don't think that this is too deep of a metaphysical idea to, to tell people. So this is not what I'm talking about when I say there are deep secrets in metaphysics that shouldn't be discussed. He says, Even the term existence is only said about them. Um, it only is in, it only shares in common the term. Words, we have to convey some notion, right? Like we discussed many times and in the course of these these weeks, you know, we have to convey to a person that God has these perfections, right? And the average person doesn't think about 
perfections unless it relates to them through things he's familiar with. But we have to, so we have to use these terms. That's that's true. But we have, but he says you can, you must, it must be clear that the reality is far different from any of these, from anything that these terms can capture. He says, Kishiur Hazer Yaspik Liketanim Ulamon. Listen carefully. He says this amount is enough for children and the the masses to establish in their minds Sheyesham Matsoi Shalem Sheinoguf Velokachbeguf. Hu Haloka. So you must basically create this awareness. Not in a fancy philosophical way, just by way of 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 of, of, of expression and shinun, and making sure to, I guess, to create a reality that dwelling on these other ideas and and, and indulging in these thoughts about God are, are inadmissible. So you have to say, look, this is what you have to understand. That there is an existence of matzoi that is perfect, right? That has no body. It is not a body. It is not a force in the body, and that is a loka, meaning the one that should be worshipped. Velo yasigehu shum open me and you should just be aware there is nothing. He has nothing that is. There are no deficiencies found within him. And therefore, you should recognize that he is not affected by anything at all. And uh, in the footnote, he wants to say, in, in the Kafach, he wants to say that these, this is really the first five Yesodos of the Shloshis Rei, um, of, 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 the, of the 13 uh, Ikarm. Right, Motsoi, Shlilus Agashmius, Achdos, Kadmos, and Avoda. That is the basic understanding that every Jew should have. That's the basic knowledge every Jew should have. I mean, it's, it is terrible. It is terrible that this is not emphasized and that kids go through school and um, there's no real like uh, concerted effort or you know structured methodology of bringing out the most basic important ideas about god it's handed over basically to nursery teachers and kindergarten teachers and you know not that I have anything against nursery teachers and kindergarten teachers but they they you know they're not if they're not trained and they're not instructed. So they're just going to do what they know and what, what's familiar. And, and kids come out, you know, unfortunately, with uh, very crazy ideas. And uh, I'll tell you, I mean, I mean the Rama is very clear. It has to be some, it has to be a, you have to, leave, you have to leave them with that idea that, look, we can't understand, but we know that there's an existence that is perfect in every way. And you have to understand, no body, no effects, doesn't, it's, not, it's, not, it's not changed, doesn't, doesn't become sad or happy, those things don't, don't happen. And, um, and that is the only existence that is, that is real and worthy of a
he, he continues. Let's read a little more. He said like this. But descriptions of, he says, Vibor Bito Arim, that's what you're asking about, right? Speaking about descriptive, uh, you know, terms, like Chan and Varacham and Gadol and all those things. Ve'eich lishlol osam mimenu, okay, uma inyan ha-to'orim ha-miuchosim lo, in other words, how to understand the deeper ideas of these descriptions, meaning to say, um, and how to strip them from God in reality that those Chacham and Gibor are not really truly stated about Hashem, right? Like he said before, all of those things that we say really are Chisronos, right? because they're limitations. Our type of knowledge is limited. So that's, a, that's really a, a really something that's not appropriate to say about God. So all of those things that we say about Hashem, and also the statements about his about creation, what he made, how he leads, right? How he's manning the world. How is his hashgacha on other things? What is God's rutzon, right? Uh, and his hasagaso, his his not his his understanding and his knowledge of the whole masha of everything he knows and all the matters of nevua, right and its levels, uma inyan shemosav and and the matter of his names that indicate shemorim bohem al echad afal pi shehem shemos rabim. Even though there are many names, how do they all relate back to one underlying? Reality, kol elu devarim amukim. These are very deep, and these are the sistrei Torah benos, and these are the sodos that are mentioned constantly in the sifrei and the vim and the divrei chazal, and these are the things that are not proper to speak about, except in Rashi Prakim. Only should speak about these things with a person who is prepared, a person who has attained a certain level of knowledge and has a certain degree of perfection of midos and all of the things he's discussing before. So Ram is laying it down very clear. He's laying down a clear line. He's saying there are things that are uh, that, that everybody has to know, even if they just know it based on transmission, based on the sorrow. And they, they, they don't need to have the deep philosophical ideas or, or knowledge of the proofs. They just have to know Lamaisa. This is it. Hashem is Echad, Abdo, not physical. He's not a spirit in a physical body, right? He's not uh, affected by anything. He has no deficiencies. He has all the perfections. That's what you should know. Now, you want to know what do these psukim mean? He says, the meaning of these psukim and how exactly we have Kael, Hashem, Melokim, all of these terms, and and, and, and those are shamos and how we have descriptions of how Hashem does things and created things and communicates, all of these things where I'm saying, these are sisrei, these are the true, um, what is it called, amukim and the the true sisrei Torah. What is 
what is the reality that those words are trying to indicate? That's already a deeper level. That's not what you teach kids. So what do you teach kids about these children, right? Okay, yeah. so that's what he's going to get to. That's what he's going to get to. He says, but, he repeats himself, the shlilus hagashmas, right? The negation of the physicality and the removal of comparison and his and his paluyos. How do they translate his paluyos? Subject subject to affection, affections, right? Who davar sheroi lefarisho ulevaro lechol adam kiroi lo? Okay, so of course you gotta be you gotta you, gotta, you can't not everybody can you can understand that, but you have to explain that to each person in the way that he can understand. And he says again, uleshanenu leketanim ulepesoyim. Don't think we can go around and say Hashem is one, Hashem is one, Hashem is one, and that we have to drill into every kid's head. But he's not physical, he's not affected. Maybe you'll think, no, no, no. There's no, no, there's no difference. You have to teach everybody Hashem is one, not physical, not subject to affection affectation okay no change he says there's no difference just like you have to teach Shehu Echad and Kadmon and Ein Lavo Zulaso you must also express all of these ideas why he says because this is interesting I mean what what was interesting in this paragraph is to see how the Rambam uh, his parameters or the way he he, 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 the way he feel, the way that he, he, he teaches, the way he, he imparts what he thinks is necessary, not necessary, where the limits of cutting off speculation and, um, and you know, just the, the sort of like the, 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 the knowledge of the, of the result is good as opposed to needing the, the knowledge of the, uh, of the cause, right? So I'll show you what I mean in a second. It says, okay, so because the question is something you read, not just he says according to his capacity. And yes. How does? Right. Well, well, let's see. He's let, let's go over. He says, um, right, the whole adam lo. So I guess he's saying So first is you should be mefarish ulevaro. That's his first one. So if a person is capable of understanding more, you have to teach them more, right? You have to teach them more. But he says, if he's not capable of, of purish and be, if you're not capable of being mefarish and being mevair, you have to be meshaneh. You have to repeat it. You have to, like, like he says, lim solahem pam acher pam. Okay. Lehachthir um, mocham. I don't know if exactly get it in their heads. And it's not just a stam mesir of Okay. So he says, what are the things you have to be mishanein to ketanim? That just like we explain, just like we repeat Hashem Echad, right? And he's kadmon, right? Like that's what that kid didn't understand. Apparently no one thought of that. And it's not proper to worship others. So too, you have to explain and repeat shlilas agashmus and silakadimoy and aspalios. Why? Why? He says, There's no true unity, there's no true idea of achdos, 
if you unless you remove the physical body, unless you remove the idea of physicality. Because the, the body is not one, truly one. It's Morkov, okay? Or however you want to, Mechomer, Vatsura, Vashneim, Mugdarm, whatever it is. Body has an idea of physicality. It can be split, it can be divided. You can look at one side and not the other side. There's all kinds of, there's all kinds of, uh, of, of uh, problems with Achtos and physicality. So you can't teach a kid Hashem as one without following up and there's no body, right? So apparently saying you have to at least teach the idea and create the, and, and give over not just the word one, but you have to give over the most, the, the basic concept, right? You have to, you have to give them the, the, the elements that at least descriptively constitute a, 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 a true idea of one. In other words, they cannot have in their mind, let's put it this way, they cannot have in their mind a contradictory idea. It's not help, it doesn't help anyone to tell someone Hashem is one and leave them in, in the position that one doesn't mean anything, doesn't mean what you're trying to convey, right? Because if one means like a house, that's not one that you're trying to convey. So what's the benefit of saying God is one? And they'll think about a person and they'll say, okay, he's also one. Oh, then, then you're not conveying the oneness that you're trying to, and the word, then, then the word has no, does, doesn't convey the true meaning. So that's what he's trying to say. He says, what's the point of teaching kids Hashem is one and not removing Gashmius and, um, and, uh, and, and these other qualities, right? Because if they, if they have the idea of, of, of Guf, then they can have the proper idea of one. He says, Okay. Anyway, Now he says, now when they accept this and they become accustomed to it and they become, uh, I guess, used to it, I mean, chinuch means that you have like a certain kind of a, of a, of a preparation, a certain kind of a... Um, yeah, how, how does he say? Initiation. Initiation. Okay. So he says the god and then they grow up. And then listen to the Ramam. Vinavuhu bipsuke sifre So now you're gonna teach the kids when they're young. Listen, Hashem is one, no physicality, no affectation. I'll teach you what affectation means in a few years, no affectation, right? And then the, and then you then they start learning the Sfar, Sifre Navua. And if that happens, they start reading Sifni and they start becoming confused, then explain it to them. Then you explain it to them. You have to develop them, open them up in explanations and awaken in them. So you have to explain to them, yes. Language is something that is open to many different interpretations and meanings, and there are words that uh, have have a have a literal sense, right? Literal physical sense, and they also have a certain a certain non physical uh, interpretation, like resting, like we discussed last time, right? Doesn't of course it originates with a physical. Uh, example, but it could be applied to an idea. It could be applied to a non-physical thing, right? So you have to slowly, you have to develop them. It's, what's interesting is that he's basically 
saying you go by them. Which part? In other words, they're going to come to you and they're going to say, okay, but you told me about Hashem is one and not physical, so why does it say that he went down to see what happened in Saddam? Then, now they're ready. Now you explain to them. No, not right away. They don't know Chumash yet. Okay, then that's the time. But the point is... <laughs> <laughs> you're not understanding what it means I'm not sure where the question is, because people have to do things in time, and that means some <laughs> things have to precede other things. And the Ramam is clearly recommending that they have a grounding in knowledge of what of God before they start pouring through Pesukim. Or at least, <laughs> right? So he's saying, make sure they understand this, and then when they accept this from you, and they get older, and they become confused in the Psuke, Sifri, and Nebuah, now it's time to explain these things. It could also be that they just don't make the connection. So, you know, there's a certain point where you're learning things and you don't, you don't like move from one subject to the other and say, oh, I learned this here. What is, how, what, how, how does that apply to this subject matter? Okay, there's a certain, there's a certain, um, you know, ability to uh, compartmentalize knowledge. I, I shouldn't call that an ability, but uh, <laughs> that's an immaturity. So there's a certain point where all of your good teaching is going to basically come back to bite you and they say, well, what about all these plukim? Okay, so say, oh, now they're ready. Now they're ready to understand the deeper ideas. Now they're ready to understand that there is, that there are lessons in the psukim and they're not descriptions of God. Okay, and they have to understand how language works and the shitufe hashemos, right? The, 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 there was a shared meaning of words. And all of the homonyms and the and the uh, that, that are basically in this Rambam. I mean, the Rambam doesn't get credit, I think, as a um, linguist as, as much as he should. It's basically, most of the first chelik is on words, and that's a very strong emphasis. He holds it's very important to understand. The, the, the etymology of the word, the application of the word, and its derived usage. Okay. Now, if you follow this program, they'll have perfection in their knowledge of God, of God's oneness, right? It's, it's interesting how he puts that. There's the Shlilas, Hagash, all of those things are supporting the Achdus. The Achdus is the overarching idea. But you have to supply them with knowledge that doesn't contradict the Yah, so the Achdus isn't being contradicted. And now they'll have two things. They'll have Achdus and Amitus Hasvarim HaNevuyim. They'll have a bed, they'll have a true understanding of what the Nevi'im are about. It's interesting. Now they'll have they'll have Shlemus HaDeya HaNechona in Achdus Hashem and in their knowledge, in their and in the truth of the Sifrei and the what their purpose really is. Now listen to this. Now sometimes you have a guy who is just, has a hard time understanding, you know, these kinds of ideals, ideas. 
he, he d- d- doesn't doesn't go in, okay. Um, he, or maybe he's just maybe he's not ready yet. Well, it sounds like a guy who's basically he, he can't he can't get it. So what do you do with a guy like that? So he's like this. He cannot understand the biure aksuvim umilohovin es hashivuyin b'shemos al afashuni be'inin. Okay, what exactly is he going to say? So he says in the he says. Um, yes. I understand that the same term admits of two different interpretations. He says right. He can't understand. He says, um, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. He says like this. Um, yeah. Um, he is not. Uh, where is it? Oh, if, however, someone's mind's mind fails to understand the interpretation of the texts and the possibility of an identity of terms going together with a difference in meaning. So he, he, he just doesn't get it. He says, I understand. It says, Hashem. what do you mean? What do you mean? It says that. Doesn't that mean God went down? What are you telling me about these Terms and shituf and and she'ela. I don't get it. I'm a simple person. I'm reading the text, and I just it just doesn't go into my head. Well, what are you supposed to do with a guy like that? So he says like this. Ah, you tell him like this. Yehimarlo loshon zeh mevinim biuro anche hamada. Don't worry. People of intelligence understand this. That's one way to get it. Okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on. But you should just know that Hashem Yishadev Yisromeim Eino Gof Lo Yispoil. Just know this. God, be, you know, Yishadev Yisromeim is not a physical body. He is not affected by anything because affectation implies change and he does not change. And he's not like anything at all. And he's not included in any kind of category at all. And the words of these Nevi'im are true, and they have a meaning. Okay? That's it. That's it. And this is just not for you. So that's it. He's saying, look, and if a guy has to make a choice between between he says, so if a guy simply cannot move from his knowledge of from, from the reality from his knowledge of God to a true understanding of what the Nevi'im are doing and the Sifri Nevi'im are doing, you should just tell him, okay, just trust me. You should just know that everything I'm telling you about is God is true. And these Psukim are understood by the great Chachamim in a way that doesn't violate any of these principles. And and just be satisfied with that. Okay. The Ain Roy says Lahaniach Shum Odom Beamunas Hagashmus says you cannot leave any person in the state of where he believes that God has any physicality or in any belief that he has any of the occurrences of a body. Just like, just like 
Shemenichen al hamonos heder haloka o ashituf imo o avodas uroso. You cannot leave anyone in that situation just like you can't leave anyone in the situation where he believes that there's no God or there's uh, co-gods or there's worship other than him. So in other words, basically what I'm saying is he's equating, he's saying there's an equation, and this is what he's stressing. In people's minds, they think, okay, certain things, uh, you know God is one, that's it, you're good, right? That was around first point. No, no, God, knowing God is one has to be supported by by knowledge that makes that that makes that the real, right? So you have to have shlulus agashmias. And he says, and, and and don't think that a guy who can't get don't think well maybe this guy can't get the shlulus agashmias. So we should at least have him believe in the psukim. Say look. He says, to leave a guy in a state like that, essentially, with an idea of physicality related to God, is no different than leaving him in a state of avodah. And you, you would never say a guy, says, well, he's too, it's too hard for him to understand. The, his, his knowledge is, is too difficult for him to see. There's knowledge in the psukim, and, and it's going to cause him to believe in, uh, in, 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 in some kind of uh, avodah or so, something like that. See, that's not that's not a, that's not an option. He says. So, what are you supposed to do with a guy like this? You have no choice. You have to say, look, you cannot. You should not look into the chumash and try to figure things out. This is not for you. You don't have the head for it. I hate to say it. You just don't have the head for it. But I'm gonna. But but you should know that. What is the yisod? The yisod is not chumash. The yisod is these ideas about God. And if that causes, if that necessitates a person not study Chumash, not study Nevi'im, that's what he should do. Because essentially he's saying, allowing him to go into that study with his wrong ideas and coming out with some sense that there's a physical God is essentially leaving him in a state of Azar. So... Uh, I mean, uh, a person who is a mode of is called Tarakula. So, what sense is it, does it make to say, well, he has to, he has to learn. He has to. What are we going to do? Stop from learning? Tell him not to learn? Yeah, because the whole value of because uh, if he if he comes out with kvira, then the, then the, the, with a vodazar, then that's then he's a kofar in the whole time. So, what's the point of learning? <laughs> he's better off in this day. So, so basically, you see over here, interesting the Rambam. However much the Rambam emphasizes knowledge and the value of understanding what you believe and the necessity of, uh, of delving deep, here you see the Rambam says, no, look, sometimes you have to recognize that for certain people, the only thing that should be conveyed is the most basic, fundamental truth about God and they should be told this on essentially. Um, they should be. They should. This should be kind of like drilled into them. And, and in terms of everything else, they should just be left in the state of amunas chacham. What about all these other problems they have? You should. You should just know. You're not. You're not ready for a more nevuchim. There's no more in the Vukhan that's going to lead you through your, your problems. You just have to stop. 
and just recognize that um, that there is uh, that, 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 that in reality there's no steer. It's an amazing thing. And look, the, the truth of the matter is every person, no matter how great they are, at a certain point is going to have to come to a, comes across problems where they have to recognize in themselves they cannot see a resolution to these problems. And, and at a certain point, we have to recognize in all of our, in all of our you know, inquiries, and, and no matter how great we feel uh, you know, our abilities are, there's the, 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 you know, the certain things, and that's, that's, those are all the chapters that I skipped over. It says everybody has to recognize there's a certain point where they can't go further, and going further would be harmful. Right? And, going, and, and you have to say, look, I don't understand. And I have to simply have a certain recognition that my knowledge is limited. There's a harm in trying to grab an idea that I'm not ready for. And, um, and I can't say, if I don't see it, I don't believe it's true. I have to say, look, I don't see it, but I know it's true. I know it's true. Why? Because I know that I know, I know, and I have to accept that they, that they understood it, even though I can't. And, and therefore he's applying it, you know, this is obviously is a severe application, but in reality, I think we all have to recognize that uh, that exists for everybody at a different point. This is obviously, but the point that's trying to show you is that the, 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 there's no acceptable harm. And you can't say, well, you're going to keep a guy out of the whole Torah, out of the whole, yes. <laughs> because the main thing is, the reality of his of his metaphysics, the reality of idea, if it's a, if it's idea about, about God, and all the psukim are just a vehicle to get to a deeper idea. But if trying to get to the deeper idea undermines the basic idea, then it's then it's then it's uh, impossible. It, it I means so it's very clear. I mean, the Rama over here is very clear, and, and and that's the nature of the of the Yidgimli Karm. They're not proofs, right? That there is a value, even if a person can't prove it. There's a value to having the right idea. Now he has to, he has to, I guess, I guess you'd say he has to have a certain faith in the Missouri, right? But as long as he relates to the proper idea of God as true, because he says, he does say la'ames, right? He does use that word here. He says, um, he used it somewhere, right? To make it um, yeah, hold on. Yeah, la'ames, tzorach la'ames eitzel hakol, she'en yidiyasenu v'yidiyaso. So I think you have to, I think you have to explain that. You have to explain why, why there can't be any comparison, right? But because we are affected beings and we change and that's a weakness and a defect. And, um, and uh, that has to be, but it's, it's terrible. I mean, See, the, the, see, that's what they do today. They, 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 they're going against the drama. They, they, I don't know if it's a conscious choice or not, but they feel it's better for kids to feel God loves them and God cares about them and is sad and happy and proud, all of these things, right? They feel that's better. But the Ram's saying, no, that is the worst thing you do. I mean, the Ramam's thing would be no. Teach them the right idea, and when they get into when and when they come across things that sound like that is wrong, like see the problem is that's what's interesting is 
this goes along with the other prakam. In other words, you don't start the chumash from nothing, right? That's like the problem. Well, why did the Torah write it this way? Is near Dean? The Ram is trying to explain. That's not the program. The program is not you grow up and learning Chumash is your introduction to God. That's not the way it goes. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah, Mike. And it's interesting, the Ram in the Yad, in the Saudi Torah, he uses, uh, he talks about, he uses Kriyashma as his, uh, the, you know, the, um, the Achthus, he goes through like a simple proof over there. So it's interesting, he seems to think for, the, for a person, that, and I think that's what he means by um, I think in the Yad, in the Yesodia Torah, he gives, what he, he, he gives what he thinks is the most basic idea of proof to a guy who is, um, I guess, like, not necessarily uh, a person who's skilled in philosophy, but a rational, intelligent person. And he goes through the basic, it's simple like this too. But uh, that would be Roy Lowe. Yeah, I think also part of the idea of the Ram is that he says you wait for the kid to ask. Like that's part of the idea of when he's ready to understand. You know, you know it's not helpful to teach a kid who doesn't have the question Oh, these words, it's not, he's not ready for that. That's part of the that's part of what he's trying to express over here. Learning, that's Russia Prakam. Learning has to go according to the person's level and their interest indicates and their questions indicates what they're ready for. And that's the uh, that's the way it should go. Yeah. I think the person that Ram's describing is not so unusual. It's a person who is uh, a good-hearted person. He's interested in in in, in Torah and Masora and tradition. He's just not intellectually gifted, let's say. So, but but he has a certain um, a certain you know pride and and um, and comfort and security in in Torah and in Chazal, and uh, that's a person who has good. I mean, it depends. That would be a question of his midos, really. You know, he doesn't understand, and he looks at himself, uh, and and he's. And he has, uh, he has he has bad midos. Maybe that'll be a uh, he won't he won't want to accept it. But um, but but the person should recognize in himself he has a deficiency. He should recognize that uh, there are experts that he should rely on. I mean, we all have that. So I'm saying, oh, it's, he should relate to it like something that is uh, like calculus to a guy who doesn't understand uh, math. All right, trust me, it works. And, and, and the truth of the matter is, that's all part of the idea of Kiddush Hashem. There should be those people that you're telling him to rely on should exemplify uh, perfection in, in, in life. And that's, that's part of Kiddush Hashem. Kiddush Hashem is that most people relate to the truth of Torah via others. And those people who represent the truth of Torah have to exemplify uh, perfections themselves for other people to to rely on them, and if that's that's why the Gemara says Chil Hashem is a person is a great Tamachacham and he does even a slight thing because people say ah that's what the learning gets you see that that's what people say so so yeah this type of person he's going to be relating to Torah through these uh, through the Chachamim and his uh, his his teachers and in the right system. 
they will uh, they will be a role model and some and some people that he looks up to already and and already has faith in and trust in and therefore will be should be satisfied with that should be satisfied with that okay so that's uh, the only the only one asking the question is somebody who's already accepted these premises right right it's not the Russia that's a different keha hakeyashina yeah. So in the next chapter, maybe we'll do that. We'll try. Maybe we'll do that next week. Is the is the very famous problem that the Ram Ram discusses? You know, over here he's going through all the inapplicability of the ideas of uh, you know of, of description and change and all these things. So in in 30, 36, he takes up one question a little bit ahead of the order. Jumps a little bit ahead of the order, and the question is. The, the what does it mean when it says that Hashem is angry or happy or pleased? You know, what does that mean at all? Now that we're saying there's no hispalus, what do those terms mean? Okay, and there's a very famous question that the Ramah over here says that the Choron Af is always related to Avodah He says you'll never find the words Choron Af in the Torah not related to Avodah The only problem is you find it many times. So, so um, I saw the Barbanel has an interesting approach. So maybe, so maybe we'll take that question up. We'll go through that round the, the thirty-six next week, and we'll see what people say about that question. And I'll let you think about that question. Okay. Okay. Have 